0: Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massengill.
1: And I'm Ralph Simone.
0: And today we're talking about transformation. We wanted to continue our conversation about transformation and um, sometimes the really great transformations the things that we feel really good about can be really hard.
1: I'll say. I mean, are you kidding? I want to transform my body and I am running out of daylight. And so I really need this big time because I'm going to bet with two, let's call them younger people, to be at a certain weight by December 31st of this year. So I need to focus and I need your help on how I'm going to do this.
0: Sometimes it's really hard. You know, I shared with you and our team one of my greatest successes this year around a health and fitness transformation. And it was one of the things I'm most proud of this year. Actually, one of the things I'm most proud of in a really long time. But it didn't happen without some really difficult days, some hard decisions, some commitment, some doing things I didn't really want to do, right? It was was hard.
1: So we need to talk about how we can help people transcend that, right? Because if you're going to change form, my guess is you're going to have to change not only your behavior, but you're also going to have to make some adaptive changes in your thinking, in your belief system, if you're going to stick to this and and really get the traction in the transformation that you're intending to achieve.
0: And all of this, while our conversation today has started about our physical and health and fitness transformation, It is exactly aligned to leadership transformation. What it takes to transform physically is what it takes to transform in your leadership, you know, in in the work that you're doing. So
1: so first of all, I want to congratulate you because I've had the opportunity. I can actually see you and I and I. Can visibly see the transformation that took place based on your commitment. So congratulations. Thank and, you. And, Thank and I'm a bit, I'm a bit envious of it. And I'm one of the things I'm wondering is what were some of the secrets to success? And I want to tee that up a little bit with I think when I made this bet with these guys, I almost had too much time, or mm. it seemed like I had a lot of time. And I started to make some early progress. And then I got on the scale. <laughs> just Monday this week. And I am moving at least early this week in the wrong direction. So I'm kind of curious, what are some of the secrets of success? Because we're going to look at this through a leadership lens. How do we help people jumpstart and stick with this transformation process?
0: So the first thing, I, I have a couple ideas here, but the first thing is that it was a commitment made over a specific period of time. So... It wasn't an open-ended goal. It was bookend. We are starting on February 3rd and we are going for six weeks every single day, 42 days. So it was, and it was 42 days of specific behavior. It was not, you're going to work out every day. It was, you are going to do a strength workout Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6 a.m., for 60 minutes, and Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, you are doing this cardio workout at 6 a.m. It was very specific on when you're doing it, and it was very specific what you were doing. So very that was just the exercise workout. So but very way.
1: prescriptive it sounds like. But also the thing that I that's helping me is it was a tight time frame. And you use the word not open-ended. And I think part of what maybe is an obstacle to my own transformation, but transformation efforts by some of our leaders that listen, is that it's too open-ended. It's too long of a time period. And as a result, it's easy not to get started. I heard both importance and urgency in this six-week focus period from you.
0: Absolutely. I knew when it was starting and I knew when it was over. And the other key though, was it was every single day. It wasn't wishy-washy. I'll tell you an, a, another piece that really contributed to the success of the transformation in this time frame was journaling, was writing things down, having to send an email to my trainer every single day to say what I ate how I worked out, what supplements I took, how much water, how hydrated, when I slept, right? Really tracking some of the key metrics that move the needle, but actually writing it down and being accountable to somebody. I mean, that was by far one of the big, sometimes I hated doing it, right? I hated admitting, guess what? I had a half a brownie today. Really? Was it really worth it? No, it wasn't. You know, she'd reply back to me, no, it wasn't worth it. But I mean, just having that someone to be accountable was really great.
1: So before we shift it to the challenge that we're suggesting in the tracks that we're suggesting for leaders, it sounds like there are a couple elements in that that were really critical. Intention. There was a clear intention on your part. Through journaling, you were paying attention to your behaviors mm-hmm. on a daily basis, There was evaluation and accountability, right? So not only were you evaluating yourself, but you were also expected to report that to your trainer or the person you were working with. I think embedded in that is why was this transformation important to you?
0: Oh, great. That's fantastic, right? Because you know what? It wasn't really about losing weight, Ralph, right? It never is. It's not about losing weight or, you know, even fitting into your clothes better. It was about wanting to feel good. And I really wanted to feel good. It was about, you know, Greg and I are, we're starting to think about our future and where we're going to be over the next five years. And I want to be able to do the things that we talk about doing. And I, I started thinking about how physically I felt about myself at the time and wanting to be in better shape to be able to do those things in the future. And, you know, outside of that, you know, I I talked about a tight time frame. I talked about specificity and what I was doing. I talked about accountability and what you referred to as reflection. But this piece, the why, is even though we're talking about it as the fifth bullet that really was probably should move up to the top, you know, why you do it. You don't, you don't do something like that to lose weight. It's never really that there's something bigger.
1: No, I love that. And, And I, and I think in, in our practice, and when we talk about these three tracks, I think this is the difference between setting an intention or setting an intention that supports a goal, maybe not in place of, and, you know, goals are focused on a set destination of what we want to achieve in the future while intentions are focused on the present moment and how we want to feel during the journey and that's what that was we had. It. when we challenge people into this 42 day challenge we want them to be intentional because that is connected to the feeling and that's going to propel them and me now cuz i'm thinking about what my intention is towards mm-hmm. that transformation yes excellent
0: So we should talk about how this equates to leadership, because I think there's a fabulous tie to leadership. What is it? I think there's an opportunity for people to look at leadership transformation in very specific ways. And there's three specific ways we want to propose to our listeners to choose. And actually, we have a special, let's share the special invitation at the very end. But. Okay. um, Describing these three specific ways, let me give you the three ways first, and we can talk about them. The first way is around learning. The second way is around conversations. And the third way is about developing. And I think leaders could experience an amazing transformation in their not only in their effectiveness, but how they feel about their leadership. If they were to hone in on one of these three tracks.
1: I love it. And I love that we talked about the specificity because I think transformation sounds like a little bit of a theoretical word. It's too big, but we're really trying to change the way you learn if we look at the first track. And the reason we want to change the way you learn is because if you can learn how to learn or learn faster or learn how to put pieces together, you're going to make better business decisions. Mm -hmm. You're going to change the structure and formation of your organization just because you can connect the dots. And that's, I think that's why the learning track, but being very specific about what you will learn and how you will apply it. I love that.
0: So here's what I'm envisioning. If I'm a listener and I'm going to choose for my leadership transformation, this learning track, here's what we're proposing. For 42 days straight, 42 days, that's six weeks straight, six weeks, seven days every single day, learn something new or expand your understanding about something that you already know. Would we podcast. Do that? Okay, podcast. Well, okay, pod, well pot, our podcasts could oh, be one. Somebody else's podcast oh. is another. An article, a video, a TED talk, whatever, a news program, something on Netflix, learn something new every day. Gosh, you could really employ the family in on this one too, but make it fun. Commit to learning something new every single day. And be intentional about how you're going to do that.
1: And how you will feel about it as you're doing it. Because I think if you can feel good about it, it's going to increase the odds of you sticking with it. And you used the word commitment. I think it's, uh, I I love this. I got this out of a fortune cookie. Sometimes I think I learn most from eating Chinese takeout. But commitment is what turns a promise into reality. Yeah. And- The thing that's coming up for me right now is that like on learning, I'm absolutely already doing the 42-day challenge around learning, but yet I can't seem to transfer that success into the physical domain yet. Mm. And so I'm I'm curious about that. And we'll we'll come back to that later. But so what's uh, anything else in the learning track or would we go to? the?
0: That's the learning track. Let's go to the, this is my favorite, actually, the next one, the track on conversations. So, why is it your um, favorite? I'm curious. Well, I'll tell you this is why. I think that leadership is about having conversations, and we forget that. We show up at work, we show up in our home office, whatever it is, and we put our head down and we get our work done. We lose sight of what's right in front of us that our work as a leader is about talking to people. It's about the impact we make on people. It's about our conversations we're having with people.
1: So in order to make this transformation, you actually have to make a shift in belief system that leading is about conversations. And, and I think I it, believe so. in our work with the Leadership Circle Profile, it would it indicate that the effectiveness of our leadership correlates to the quality of the conversations we have. Wow. So, this is interesting now how you made that connection. Amen.
0: Well, I think lots of leaders, they know conversations they should have. They come up in our coaching conversations. Sure. You know, I wished I would have had a conversation sooner. I need to have this conversation immediately. Leading is about having conversations, um, whether it's a conversation about feedback, whether it's a conversation about congratulating somebody, whether it's a conversation about just noticing a difference in performance, whether it's a conversation about asking for help, whatever, have one conversation every single day for 42 days that really matters every single day. Mm -hmm. Saturday and Sunday, it might be a personal conversation that really matters
1: we call these pivotal conversations. And so an example, in every conversation, we could be talking about one of three objectives. increase understanding and buy-in is one. Achieving a desired outcome is two. Or improving the relationship. And so that could be the content of each of these conversations for the next 42 days.
0: I love that. And that's why this is, this is my favorite track by far, because I think this is the one that really, when we talk about leadership transformation, this one can really move the needle. And it's so often overlooked. We overlook the importance of conversations in our work that we're doing, but I, really, I think it can really move the needle.
1: You know, one thing that came up for me before we move to the third track is one of our clients recently said that they are no longer deferring any important conversation. I think they, on their own, have taken the mantle of the 42-day challenge. That's great. Yeah. And we're going to transform our team, ourselves, and the whole organization by having these conversations when we need to have them.
0: So the third track we're calling developing. And developing, this is about a leader really taking a proactive approach to developing an individual developing a group of people, developing something. What would you add to that?
1: Well, I love how you frame it. And I think it requires, again, a, um, a paradigm shift or a mindset shift that once we accept the role of leadership or management, we are now in the people business. And one of the, our primary responsibilities is the development of other people. I think you framed it beautifully, but we, but that's a mindset shift. And it, we're getting stuff done through other people. We're no longer doing a lot of the work.
0: We like the definition for leadership as inspiring and influencing other people. If we are going to inspire and influence other people, that must include helping them to develop, right? And helping them to grow in areas that they want to grow in. And so this track is about 42 days straight again, six weeks, seven days straight, one behavior every day that makes an impact on another's development.
1: And I think we have to help people with some creative ideas on how to do that because I I can hear a lot of people say I don't have time to do that. Right. Yeah. And and, and I think so we have to break it down. Sometimes it's simply inviting one of your direct reports or someone in the organization to sit in on a meeting that would expose them to a different level of thinking and conversation. And then maybe after the meeting, you ask them, what did you see? And, And maybe you even ask them, what could we have done differently? So you get them engaged in their own development by asking them that question.
0: So here's another idea. Sometimes it's just having a conversation with someone about what their aspirations are and then offering some ideas or advice about what they could do to progress towards that aspiration.
1: And as a leader, I think we have to be a little vulnerable in this one, because I think if we make it clear that we all, including ourselves, have development gaps, we can get into this conversation of what do they want to intentionally develop and how can we help them do that? Sometimes just giving people a stretch assignment and being available to talk it through with them is a great way of developing their capability and capacity for future work.
0: Some other really simple examples of developing are role playing with people, in you know, if somebody's in sales, you know, kind of role playing a customer conversation, showing somebody how to do something that comes pretty easy to you, even like as simple as like building a formula in Excel or recording a podcast right like showing someone how you do something that all falls under this development track there's lots of ways that you can help people develop
1: you, you raise something here that I think is critical for us if we're going to develop others and that is that we have to be at the level of learning which is called conscious competence sometimes the people that are best at doing things don't realize how they do it and therefore can't easily explain it. And I think as leaders, we need to be more mindful of, we need to be consciously competent so we can transfer our knowledge to others and develop them in a way that allows us to kind of fill the leadership pipeline. I mean, we're doing this for sustainability. I mean, my intention, why I want to do it is because I want to build this leadership pipeline so that our organization can continue to perform into the future.
0: That's great. Here's where we're going with this. We want to invite our listeners to include us on their 42-day journey transformation by sending us an email and letting us know, number one, which track did you choose? Did you choose learning? Did you choose conversations? Did you choose developing? And tell us how you're doing. Tell us how we can support you. We've set up a special email address. The email is EMG, as an emergent, but EMG42 at GetEmergent.com, EMG42 at GetEmergent.com. That will go to both of us. Send us an email. Let us know how you're doing and let us know how we can support you in your 42-day transformation.
1: I love it. Focus. You know, have an intention, pay attention to what you're doing and how, and reflect on how it's moving the needle and let us help you move it even farther.
0: And hey, Ralph, keep me posted on your transformation that you're working on this year. And wrapping up here today, I want to say thank you to Jeremy Freeman. Jeremy is the creator of the fitness program I was referring to, the inspiration to our podcast today called Project 42. For more information about Jeremy's products and services, you can find all of that information on his website at freemanformula.com. Really appreciate the impact that he had on me this year. And come back for more episodes of the Get Emergent podcast as well, including our Driving Leadership series with our partner, Bill Berthel. Driving Leadership is focused on really demystifying this idea of leadership and understanding more about what it takes to drive effective leadership.